Hello there, old and new friends. Welcome to Divine Musing, episode 39, In the Silence. I am Destiny Rambo Corey, and I am so thankful that you have joined me for this journey into scripture, literature, poetry, and prayer as we view them through the light of transformation and growth. Here's something I've been thinking about lately. We begin with a lyric from one of the songwriters who played such a strong role in the shaping of my songwriting, my writing, and my faith. His name is Jason Upton. He released an album in 2002 titled Jacob's Dream that rocked me to my core. All of his songs speak to me in different ways, but the one from Jacob's Dream that I had on repeat over and over again was titled In the Silence. It says, Tired of telling you you have me when I know you really don't. Tired of telling you I'll follow when I know I really won't. Because I'd rather stand here speechless with no great words to say. If my silence is more truthful and my ears can hear how to walk in your way. In the silence you are speaking In the quiet, I can feel the fire, and it's burning, burning deeply, burning all that is that you desire to be silent in me. Oh, Jesus, can you hear me? My soul is screaming out, and my broken will cries, teach me what your kingdom's all about. Unite my heart to fear you, to fear your holy name, and create a life of worship in the spirit and truth of your loving ways. In the silence you are speaking. In the quiet I can feel the fire, and it's burning, burning deeply, burning all that is that you desire to be silent in me. That lyric gets me every time. If you are unfamiliar with Jason Upton's music, I strongly recommend go back to the beginning and the early days of his catalog and work your way from there to the present. His journey is one that is transformational and invitational. If you decide to take the plunge, let me know what you think. I know you won't be disappointed. I was 16 years old when that song was released, and I was in a moment of great transition in my life and felt pulled in many different directions. I felt like an octopus whose legs were all tap dancing on different little stages that seemed to be moving further and further apart. I don't know if that visual makes sense to anyone else, but that's the closest thing I can think of to what I felt like. I was busy all the time, and my favorite part of the day was when everyone in my parents' house had finally fallen asleep. At that age, the house was always full and loud and chaotic. Some days were more intense than others, but they were always at the bare minimum those three things. Full, loud, and chaotic. When everyone was asleep, I had the closest thing to what resembled silence— Sure, there was always the steady hum of my parents' TV through the wall and the sounds of cars zooming up and down the country road we lived on, but that was about as quiet as it was going to get. If those things were too loud, I would often put my headphones on but not turn on any music, just use them as another way to try and get quiet. I would sit with my eyes closed and welcome Holy Spirit into my room. In those days, my relationship with Divine was so intimate, and I found closeness in that silence. 
My days were filled with so much intensity at all times, and I just couldn't bring that noise into my relationship with him. I would close my eyes and lean into the silence, and there he was. He showed up every time, and oh, how I needed him. My heart wanted nothing more than to be where he was. I was exhausted. I was living with a gut filled of suppressed traumas that I didn't know how to talk about. When my heart tried to make sense of everything my intuition was telling me was happening around me that I didn't want to believe and wasn't sure how to interpret, there was so much pressure on me at such a young age that I couldn't help but feeling overwhelmed. I grew up in what some would call a glass house. Every move I made was scrutinized in such a way that by the end of the scrutiny, I often didn't even know what the people were talking about. One minute I wasn't enough of one thing, while the next I was too much of something else. The silence was the only place where I could find balance and the world would feel a little less upside down. I would sit there on my bed and weep and worship all by myself in hopes that Divine would simply see me and know my heart. At a very young age, I was introduced to the story of Elijah when God invited him to go to the mountain to meet with him. In 1 Kings chapter 19, beginning at verse 11, it says, So he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord was passing by, and a great and powerful wind was tearing out the mountains and breaking the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle blowing. When Elijah heard the sound, he wrapped his face in his mantle, cloak, and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And behold, a voice came to him and said, "'What are you doing here, Elijah?' Some translations say that after the fire, there came a whisper, while others call it a still, small voice. I've read these verses over and over in my life, and each time I see something new. As I read them today, the thing that stands out to me is how many different forces try to distract Elijah as as he is looking for the Lord. Many of us would see something as powerful as a wind tearing apart a mountain and think, surely God is in that. Others chase the fire, just knowing that where there's fire, there must be God. I mean, he spoke to Moses in a burning bush, so why wouldn't he show up that way again? Throughout Scripture, God speaks to people from so many different places and in so many different ways. But knowing those places and ways doesn't make it a sure thing we can always go back to. The only place that I have found where spirit can be found over and over again is in the silence. When we are quiet enough, we can discern whether he is speaking through the cackling of a fire or if that cackling is actually lightning that he's speaking through. When we're quiet, we can discern if he's speaking through the babbling of a brook or if it's actually the wind whistling through the trees. If we don't seek him in the silence, how can we actually know what it is that we are hearing? It's kind of like in the days before cell phones, when you really wanted to get in touch with someone, you would drive to their house, the place that you knew they would always be there. And the most efficient thing would be to wait in their driveway until they came home. You might be waiting hours or even days, but eventually everyone comes home. The silence is sort of like that driveway. 
the only place you can wait and know that he will always find you. David says in Psalm chapter 62, For God alone my soul waits in silence. For him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my defense and my strong tower. I will not be shaken or disheartened. How long will you attack a man so that you may murder him, all of you, like a leaning wall, like a tottering fence? They consult only to throw him down from his high position to dishonor him. They delight in lies. They bless with the words of their mouths, but inwardly they curse. Selah. For God alone, my soul waits in silence and quietly submits to him, for my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress and my defense. I will not be shaken or discouraged. On God, my salvation and my glory rest. He is my rock of unyielding strength. My refuge is in God. Trust confidently in Him at all times, O people. Pour your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. The great poet Rumi once said, Silence is the language of God. All else is poor translation. We live in a world today that is louder than we were ever created to withstand. Our giant world has become so tiny that you can feel the pressure of every person on it at any given minute. Trying to seek the Lord in the silence might feel impossible, but it's not. We all create schedules in our days, and within those schedules, we create little pockets of room of time for ourselves, even if that time is simply just when we use the bathroom. For me, I find my silence in the bathtub. Most days end with a soak to wind down from the day and begin to lean into rest. My husband is so amazing and gives me that space every night so I can have just a moment of silence and peace and begin to just unravel my day, give it to the Lord so that I can go to bed without carrying the weight and the worries of everything with me into our bed. When I close my eyes in that warm water, it's almost an instant invitation to silence and communion. I hope that you can find that place for yourself in your own home, in your car, maybe in the woods, Wherever you can go and find silence, even if it's just for two to three minutes, I promise you it is work ma- worth making that intentional effort. I've come to realize that if I don't have those moments of quiet with the Lord, my ability to hear His voice outside of the silence gets more difficult and often a little fuzzy. Divine longs to live in constant communication with us and for our lives and our spirits to flow together with Him as one river. It's so hard not to live in a constant state of distraction with all the noise and pressures around us, which is why we must be diligent and not grow willy, grow weary sorry, in our pursuit of divine. One of my favorite writers, E.E. E. Cummings, once said, Love is the voice under all silences, the hope which has no opposite in fear, the strength so strong mere force is feebleness, the truth more first than sun, more last than star. I pray we all never lose the desire to chase that love and to dig through the noise and the chaos and the insanities of life to find a silent place to hear the whispers of spirit. If you are in a place where the world feels too loud and the silence feels too far away, 
If you are desperate to get to that sacred place to reconnect with spirit, then why don't we take a moment and pray this prayer together? Divine Creator, we come to you today in search of that secret, quiet place where we know we can always find you. This world is filled with so many distractions and noises that do their best to pull our attention in every direction. Today, we are choosing to cut ties with the noise and to lean into the sound of your voice. Meet us in our frailties and help us to be able to silence the chaos around us so that we can hear your voice clearly. Give us hearts like David that will go out of our way to seek you in the silence so that you can move through us when we step out into a loud world around us. We long for a deeper connection with you and for our lives to reflect the peace that comes with seeking you in the quiet. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I will leave you with a quote from Charles Spurgeon. This quote was actually the inspiration that led me to name this series Divine Musing in the first place. It says, There are times when solitude is better than society, and silence is wiser than speech. We should be better Christians if we were more alone, waiting upon God, and gathering through the meditation on His Word, spiritual strength for labor in His service. We ought to muse upon the things of God because we thus get the real nutriment out of them. Why is it that some Christians, although they hear many sermons, make but slow advances in the divine life? because they neglect their closets and do not thoughtfully meditate on God's word. They love the wheat, but they do not grind it. They would have the corn, but they will not go forth into the fields to gather it. The fruit hangs upon the tree, but they will not pluck it. The water flows at their feet, but they will not stoop to drink it. From such folly, deliver us, O Lord. I hope this musing has given you a little something to think about too. Thank you so much for joining me today for Divine Musing. For more information, head over to www.rambocory.com. I would love to connect with you on social media. You can find me at facebook.com forward slash Destiny Makes Music or on Instagram and Twitter at Des Rambo Music.